Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Yep. We're preaching fun. Uh, Paul, you started to go on to it. Uh, I thought it was a, a, a rock solid topic in our in our Patreon thank you part, mm-hmm. which, as we know, only Patreons listen to. Right. So uh, you got you the New York Toy Fair was New happening? New York Toy Fair was this week. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So all the new stuff that's coming out in 2017. Now, uh, is it like CES? Do you get wind? Are there, are there breaking news? Is there like certain yes. accounts to follow on Twitter? Yes. For like, There's breaking wind. Is it, does my, favorite, wind? my favorite is a guy named, he goes by the handle of Pixel Dan, Dan Erdley. He's big in the Masters of the Universe community. He's been a big Mattel guy for a long, long time. <laughs> But he's is now he a listener of the show. He is not a listener of the show. Okay, Pixel Dan sounds familiar. Well, I, ba- I wouldn't know I it from bandy, his world. I bandy his name about here and there. Uh, I subscribe to his uh, Jacob. What is bandy? YouTube do? channel. Uh, throw it around. Okay, talk right. about it every now and then. That's it. He's. Uh, it's also a liquor made from wine from uh, wine grapes. He's <laughs> the guy. I've been oh, that's brandy. <laughs> following to you know keep up on what new. He-Man figures are coming out oh, back when they were still making we new He-Man figures. They are making some new ones. Mm-hmm. Super 7 got the license now, so we are getting some more He-Man figures. Paul can just talk about toys. You have time. That's true. Yeah, Probably have a good half hour. For a while. Um, uh, but so if you are interested at all, he's got some really cool videos on... I'm not interested in his any bullshit, but um, uh, uh, it's really what, cool. what were you looking forward to? Well, uh, I want to see what the new Masters Universe stuff was. Okay. There's a line of NECA has been making one quarter scale uh, or one sixth scale. No, I think they're one quarter scale. So when you say new, you just mean like a new version of an existing toy. No, new toys. These are these aren't necessarily. Well, I mean, like I guess not a new toy, but like. So like the He Man, an old IP. Yeah, yeah. Intellectual property is being still revisited be, with okay. new stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Okay, yeah. But there's not like a, a a character that's never been made into a figure that you're waiting for. Um, she Man. Well, not true. This year, they Funko just doubled down on Rick and Morty. Okay. Oh. So okay. last night I actually pre-ordered the entire five-inch line of Rick and Morty action figures. Whoa! Because you have to get all five of them to build Snowball. In his robot suit, <laughs> it comes with pieces. <laughs> uh, that's so amazing. You get, you get Rick, Morty, Bird Person, a- <laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole, and uh, who's the other one? I can't <laughs> remember the Poopy fifth one. Butthole now. is one of the figures. Yeah, yeah. Mr. And, and I ordered the the pops, the Funko okay. Pops. Yeah, Mr. Poopy Butthole Pop from a marketing. Oh, also, also uh, Mr. Me Six. He's the other one. From a marketing standpoint, making you order all of them so you could build one super thing. Oh, is, welcome, is brilliant, dude. Welcome to toy collecting. That's what it is. That's what it is. All the Marvel Legends series come with Build-A-Figure pieces. And if you want that figure, you have to buy... I had to buy the entire line of the last wave of X-Men to build the Juggernaut. Because that's what I wanted. Wow. I'm a big Juggernaut fan. Okay. I have other Juggernaut figures. I love big, chunky figures. Did you like the Juggernaut in the in whatever X-Men movie he was in? No. Okay. Terrible. I'm the goddamn Juggernaut. That, that guy, yeah. Yeah. No, fuck. That was... What's the name? Jones, 
Me- Meaty Jones? Yeah, Meaty Jones. Oh, yeah. the goddamn juggernaut. It's so stupid. That was, no. Bad. Bad movie. Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's cool that you can just see all kinds of cool stuff. And stuff you didn't, stuff you didn't know you needed. That's what it's all about. Sure. Watching the, watching the, the previews. You know, oh, nothing flipped me out too bad this year, thankfully. Uh, everything's nothing. I went. Oh, but but I. How have, much? Have of course, the person who said thankfully was Anne. How mm-hmm. much have you spent on toys in the last three weeks? Mm, Six hundred. Wow, maybe. But that's because I've had a lot of pre-orders. Okay. Yeah. How much would you say you spent on on toys on average in a regular week? Fifty. Still, always. Uh, average. Average. To average like two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a month on toys. Mm-hmm. All right, and you have to move, right? Eventually, <laughs> you 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 have to be. You you I last time I was over at your your toy mm-hmm. display emporium yeah. in years. Yeah, so fifty dollars a week. I gotta imagine you're pretty saturated right it's, now. It's it's too much. Uh, the problem is that was the Masters of the Universe line that just never stopped. It was ten years. <laughs> it was ten years, a figure or more a month, and there's just Jeez. only so much you can do with that. Plus the giant play and sets not, and the vehicle sets that it, came out. And it's no fun to have not the whole set, right? Well, at a certain point, you're in. You're in for a penny, in for a pound. Uh, yeah, you'd just be stupid not to complete the set. And now your wife is not into toys at all, right? Not at all. And yet she's always so kind about your she toy tolerates my life. Somehow it's she's my, into you. It's my addiction. Well, here's the thing. I just gave her a chunk of change to go spend on makeup. So she knows <laughs> what, I, what I'm about. She'll go spend $200 at Ulta in, a, in an afternoon. That is like but my, not every week. That is my Not own. every week, but she spends a lot on makeup. That is my own private, like my bachelor party rule, which yeah. is like whatever I spend at the strip club, I must spend on my wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I, I like keep it. that rule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I just... SJ, so, would, SJ would hate that. You, at, you asked <laughs> me... Like, why are you only spending $15 on me? <laughs> I was going to say, if my wife had something like a, a flight to like Maui, <laughs> yeah. she'd be like, Jesus, fuck, Donnelly. <laughs> it's, a toy heavy, it's a toy-heavy week because uh, I ordered that Simpsons uh, Lego playset. Okay. so Because I got the other one for Christmas. So I wanted to get the... How the, many Simpsons le- place, Lego playsets are there? Two. Okay. They're big one's the quickie mart and one's their house okay now do you keep them in the boxes or do you build them right now they're in their boxes and they will remain in their boxes until i move and if i possibly have space to to build them okay maybe, maybe. They, how much space would they take up oh big old big old lego box think about you know like we take up this half turn table, table half, half a table. Half a turn table half okay table. Oh, that's big yeah and about you know four inches high i um, do secretly i i do you know as we grow if the churn ever became like a business place, yeah, you, we could just move your toy collection to the churn. I'll bring some toys here. I'll bring some Not toys here. here. Here, I know into the churn. Yeah, I'd bring some yeah, toys yeah. into the churn. The churn were like an accessible to people visiting. Absolutely, Vegas. the churn yeah. will have toys. Yeah, the official churn will have toys. Yeah. Uh, no, no two ways about it. I can't not have that in my workspace. Uh, but yeah, it's just a, a matter of balancing it all out space wise. I I got into the, the some Batman stuff a little while ago. Uh, they came out with the animated series figures. I, I, I threw down on that. It just been getting some, I've been yeah. spoiling myself a little bit this year. So I've been working fucking hard, making money, more money than I've made in probably six years. Okay. And so I kind of just toy it up. I'm, I'm toying it up because you don't drink, you don't do drugs, that's just it. you don't I, I travel. Don't, I don't have my, that's my vice. Yeah. It is my vice. 
and it's a good one. And I, like, there's another really great channel that I follow called Mad Hunter, which is a guy out of Mexico. Has Anne ever walked in on you fucking one of your toys? No, but she does see me watching toy videos. The, the other day, she was like, "Are you watching a video about guys going to toy stores?" <laughs> <laughs> Because one like, of the biggest thing that yeah. drives oh, anyone with young kids drives drives parents crazy yeah. is that young kids love watching toys uh, mm. being opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like oh. unboxing clips. videos are enormous. Yeah, just unwrapping toys and then like there's one that my kids both. I was like, I don't even know how they find it. Like, but it comes up in the recommendations and they just whatever the colors pattern is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can just click on it because both my sons separately will click on this YouTube link where this guy. Pulls different colored eggs out of different colored clay and with a different toy inside each one. Mm-hmm. And it's just him holding a, clay, a ball of clay in front of the camera. Right. The most annoying fucking music on earth. That's that lady who does the uh, the Disney Kinder eggs yeah. with her painted fingernails. Yeah. She's made millions. It's nuts. And it drives All me crazy. All she does is open Kinder toys. Because I don't even understand. Yeah. I just don't even. I don't know. So the Quickie Mart, Quickie Mart is about two feet square when it's closed. And then it also has a, a police car that's a that's another six inches or so long. That's if you have it built. Yeah. That when it's built. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that and that's when it's closed because it does open up. Yeah. It's an awesome set. That's the one I got for Christmas. It's really cool. Yeah. That's a it's a good looking set. Yeah. And I got all the minifigs. They had that two waves. Awesome. They yeah. had two waves of minifigs. Those were expensive. Did you grow up with another collector? Nope. At what age did you notice that you're the only one still buying toys? About I, ten minutes ago. No, I didn't. I didn't care. You didn't care ever. I didn't care ever. No, I was never even like. As I played with action figures, even a little too long, honestly. And then I felt shame. Even when I that have been, yeah. even when it I opens have up, been, you can play inside the Quickie Mart. It's cool. Hard pressed, moving. Yeah. Or not had great steady income. I've always found money for toys. Okay. Like they are a priority for me. Right. Like. And I look back, some of the Spawn figures that I bought are worth a chunk of change now. Right. Now, not a, not a bunch of them. But you, you don't collect for that reason, though. You don't I give don't collect for that reason, but I collect because if I don't get it now, it's going to cost me 10 times more. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Part of that. So if I do want the thing, I jump on it. Especially now in this age, with the internet, with the pre-order stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can get this at a reasonable price? Is if you shop enough toy shop and you know... How much this shit's gonna be? And do you subscribe to toy makers to toy collectors YouTube pages? Yeah, Mad Hunter, Pixel Dan, uh, those are the big ones. The rest I don't really, I haven't really delved. Uh, I, well, it, there's a guy who uh, you, when you watch those videos, are you wearing pants or no? No. SoCal Shaolin <laughs> no. is a guy who listens to uh, Geek Shock. Who he just uh, he just does a couple little videos here and there uh-huh. of just going to classic toy stores and it's just so relaxing to just watch them just look are there, at old toys and are there hacks in the YouTube toy collector space are there guys have no business making videos making videos not that I've come across yet there's a couple Matt of you want to start making videos there are <laughs> there are some kind of hangers on there's that one guy who has that show the toy collector show uh, that yeah. was on Discovery Channel for a while or whatever it was do you remember that yes so there's like he's got a, a few hangers on and it's kind of like, eh. we're friends with the toy collector guy who is all, all he is about is how much is this worth? Right. For the most part. He has no passion. He has, he has passion. I he's, shouldn't say it's just that. He's but not for attracted him, to one toy. That it's he's his collected. business. 
It's his business. He's buying the toy because he can resell it. What if now, you I, if you had to fuck one of your toys, which one would it be? Pick one. I'd probably have to just only be a really big Darth Vader because that's the only one I could really get, <laughs> get at it. Yeah, yeah. Four feet tall Darth Vader. Slutty as Vader. Oh, he's well, he's dirty, dirty bird. <laughs> dirty bird. Plus, he's got a lightsaber for you. So sure, like, sure. Mm-hmm. Two can play. It's... He knows what's up. He knows what's up. But yeah, there's these really Me, great new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures coming out from NECA. I've got those on pre-order. They they still haven't put up Michelangelo yet. They haven't, they haven't revealed him yet, but they look beautiful. Um, they're from the movie Simpsons. Simpsons, huge. He Man. He Man. Masters Universe. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pretty decent collection. What else? Is, what else is Star Wars? Pick? Star Wars. Sure. But you mm-hmm. don't. You're not. A, you don't even hold a candle to Star Wars toy collector. Not right? compared to what most do. No, right. No. Mo- most of my Star Wars is Vader. But I imagine. In, when it comes to the Simpsons toys, you might be like a one percenter. Yeah, I'm definitely. Well, as far as, well, I focused on Playmates, the Playmates line. Yeah. That, and then that, that was it. I didn't go for like all the other wild variants too far. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I got that whole set. That took me 10 years. Now, what was the box that arrived in your doorstep today? The Simpsons Lego box. Okay. But it was packed in a huge box. Okay. Because it's a big box by itself and it's right. also in a big box. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a big box in another big box. Have you ever unwrapped anything on YouTube and put it up? No. I haven't done it. My kids would love you if you could. I know. And I I think about it. I I could. I could very easily start my own toy channel talking about all the toys. But others do it as well or better than I could. Who don't don't you hold the camel to? Pixel Dan? No, he does a good job. Yeah. He's solid. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 can't step to him. I mean, if I really... Put all my time. Oh, I fuck! I almost forgot my I just favorite. Like that there's an area of entertainment. My that favorite. You feel guy. intimidated by. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. Like you not, star in a musical, but like, you, not you intimidated. Know. Just, just perfunctory. It would be excessive. There's uh, an. He does it fine. It would just be. You, you star in. A, you star in a live stage musical. You star in a once a week uh, live improv show. Yeah. And on a twice weekly podcast. Yes. There's but enough. this thing, you're like, no, no, no. Can't no, I could, I could, but other people do it just as well. It, it'd be fine. I don't know. It'd be okay. I could do it. Okay. But just not, I did, I, you can ask some of the Periscopes. I did do an unboxing of some of my WWE figures. Oh, I have a bunch of WWE figures now too. Ah, see? I have okay. a fuck ton of stuff. Dude. You do. It's really crazy. It's gotten, it it's, crazy. Gotten, it's gotten out of control. Um, Now, a couple of weeks ago, I read a story about. But no, real, real quick. Oh, okay. Real quick. One of my absolute favorite guys, guy who I could not compete with. Uh, he fucking kills me. Thu's class, Thu's Transformer reviews. Look up Thu's Transformer. Thu's it's, Transformer it's a short reviews. for Matthew. T H E W. Yeah, T H E W's Transformer reviews. Look it up on YouTube. He's out of England. He's fucking hilarious. He he puts a lot of time and effort into his videos. Edits the shit out of them. They're really succinct and sharp. He makes these ridiculous puns on all the toys, and it's a very, it's very niche. He said, and his whole thing it says it says Thu's reviews, limited appeal, keeping it real. It's, it's <laughs> so it's such a niche thing. These Transformers, and he he cut me like I I have a good chunk of Transformers, but nothing. Like like what he's got like I, I I come in and out of Transformers when they remake one that I oh I really because you guys saw that little guy that I had a couple weeks ago oh yeah yeah I bought that little because that was one that I remember from childhood 
but this guy he gets them all and he and but that's his focus it's when you buy a transformer it's for nostalgia reasons right yeah he buys it because he well he buys it for nostalgia too but he's just got everything but he's so fucking funny and he just reviews everything really well so look up through transformers reviews do you play with the toys a little bit do you like make a i plot? set them up for display mostly but you don't you don't have like a quick little plot going on no 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 one goes to jail no. or in a pit. No, no one like goes that. to jail. I set them up for display. Okay. It's more my my pieces are more articulated statues really than anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I read a story about this uh, Lego Millennium Falcon. Yes. Uh, the big one. Yep. It sold brand new. It was selling for like five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And now they are selling for like twenty grand. Yep. Wow. Uh, because. People, and, but it's not very old. It's only it's only what a couple of years old. It's a it's, but, it's, but people going, just on a, didn't, it's people, going on a decade. But people just didn't buy it because it was so expensive, right? And so now they're rare and they're collectible, right? Uh, is there anything like that that you see, uh, not now, but that you have seen before, uh, similar to that that just skyrocketed in value so quickly like that that people might be surprised by? Um, like of all your My Little Ponies, which one? No, nothing. Nothing in the current market. Most of the stuff, the there's a there's some of that going on in the highly collectible vinyls market, which I'm not into, like the artist created one offs and that oh, okay. kind of thing. Okay, you know, uh, specialty. Uh, no, I'm, I'm that's just not my scene. Um, another guy that I follow a lot, Jim Sterling, who does a ton of really great. Uh, videos on YouTube about video games. He has a little side project right now called Boglin Watch. Do you remember Boglins? Oh my gosh. Okay. So Boglins are back. Holy shit. Boglins are back. Boglins at all. Well, they're little ball like creatures. They're little puppets, little hand yeah. puppets. Yeah. Little hand puppets. Like there's a place for each finger and they were like gross. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, those things. That was their whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they had a name. Yeah. Boglins. I, I would get sent to the principal's office for, for using my Boglin in class. Right. So apparently the guy who created them was one of the uh, sculptors that worked on the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. That's not a surprise. Right. He's, he was a Jim Henson guy. and um, But he's a very talented artist in, in his own right, but it's coming back. And like, it's just happy coincidence. Jim just decided, I'm going to start collecting Boglins online because you can get them at a reasonable price. Right. Some are very expensive. Right. Uh, depending on condition and all that kind of stuff, packaging. Uh, but he just started this little show called Boglin Watch. How many of their five finger holes have been fucked by a teenager? Totally. But he's just he's just funny about it. He's funny about it because it's it's all it, at the same time it's ridiculous, but at the same time he's spending he's committed. Hundreds, hundreds of dollars on Boglin. Sure, he's in. Late last year, he ended up going to L.A. for a Boglin Gallery art event. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh! Where special artists created their own Boglin inspired pieces. Yeah, and some of them went for multiple hundreds of dollars. And and it's just crazy, and, and it's just, but but it's it's art. But toys are art anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you want to really get a sense of it, Pixel Dan did another piece this this year at the Toy Fair with Corn Boy from the Four Horsemen, who are the sculptors who used to work with McFarland Toys way back in the day that made McFarland Toys what it was. You're laying deep just, in mystery right they've now. They've gone on to their own thing. I buy all. I buy a lot of Four Horsemen stuff. I bought the, a whole wave of their uh, Mythic Legions that just came out. It just got to me. I bought them in October of last year. They were delivered to me a week ago. They take forever. Now, here's the thing. So your wife doesn't give a shit about this. No. We don't. No. Who do you talk to about this? Me, myself, and I. It's just just for you, and that's enough. Pretty much. Huh. There's no shared experience with it. I mean, I see other people on YouTube who love it. 
Okay. That's enough for me. Yeah. I have the figure. I love the figure. That's it. I don't care. I know. It's, it's just awesome. Curious. I'm a, I'm a, I am a needy social bitch. Oh, yeah. No. So I'd only be into See, it like... I, I ride that I ride that introvert line, man. I know. I like me some alone time. No, I know. I and, know. Uh, and it's all about me and the toys hanging out. I um I went out for coffee the other day and paid for cash paid yeah. with cash, got back a wet bill. Oh no! Oh. No no no! Was that that's your karma from you spilling your coffee on the fucking counter? I guess so. That's coffee this karma. Was, this was a different place, but coffee I was karma. like, at first I was like, oh, it's a wet bill, and I was like, oh, and I kind of like confusingly put it into my wallet, you know, mm-hmm. and I just was like, why why is this bill wet? Why are you paying with cash? Is the bigger question. Well, that's because th- because the the strip <laughs> that is not the bigger question. <laughs> the strip the strip on my debit card is getting worn. Yeah, doesn't read often. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I've gone through that, and I'm so experienced with how horrible my debit strip is that I can look at what they use to swipe credit cards and, and know whether you're going to have an issue. Wasn't a go or not. Well, that's then you did the right thing by paying. So cash. I did. So I looked at it. I was like, it's not going to go through, and I want to make them type the whole thing. And then I wish the people who use Square would just flip it around and let me type in my own credit card number because I can do it so much faster right. than you. Mm-hmm. And I know my fucking code on the back, which you can't read. And I know all of that. Right. Do you know it all by by rote? Yeah. Okay. Always have, by the way. Yeah. It's gotten it's helped me out in times where uh, if I forgot my wallet I'll or times bet. I've been I have always I've always memorized my credit card number. I and, have not and all my stuff. I know the first three digits maybe. I used I to, know SJ knows all all of hers. I used to know my license number as well. Wow. Ooh. I know Actually, my license. Well, the thing is, I still I know my New Jersey words. license number, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um. But uh, I still know the phone number of the school that my dad used to teach at. From when, weird? I had, from when I had to call the, from, I know a lot of my my numbers from when I was a kid. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. used to have to memorize numbers. Exactly. So you could do a bime scale, like lickety split. You could just call that in. <laughs> they might still have the same phone number. I give, don't know. Give the kids a snow day. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Louisiana kids don't get a snow day very often. Exactly. Bomb day. I put a snow bomb in your building. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna snow. Get all the kids out of there. I do remember uh, one day when I was in high school, somebody called in a bomb threat to the school uh, so that they could rob an auto store down the oh, road. Oh, they those... wanted. To get, they wanted to get all the police to the high school so that they could rob this other place. It did not work. Those that's good. Those crimes yeah. always bother me. Yeah, yeah. Whenever this happens, it turns out like something was run towards something, and and then it turns out it was happening somewhere else. That always makes gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I don't know why. It's a lot of thought put into it. Yeah, I think it, that's it's a very thing. criminal mastermind. It is very mastermind. It's like that crazy pizza guy with the bomb collar thing. Oh, that story bothers me tremendously. It is a very bothersome story. Oh, guy. oh, that thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was one of Aziz Ansari's first movies where he made, they tried to make right. like a dark comedy out of it. And I was like, this story is so no, awful. No, it's not a funny. Yeah. That's not and, a funny and story. And just real. It's very real and really twisted. Yeah. No, there's nothing. And, and the guy who was responsible know. for it got away with it for a long time. They did find him. I think the guy eventually died. But they they basically uh, okay. they figured out who did it. Yes. So it wasn't the the the, the pizza delivery guy. No, the pizza guy shit. absolutely was roped into it. Oh yeah, he was the But he was connected more. He wasn't simply delivering a pizza and then roped into it. He knew the he people knew the involved. Guy. Right. Mm. But it was basically like they went to like where the location was. Um, man, I'm, this has been a long time since I read up on this, but I read like a right. really in depth article about a while ago. So I'm I'd butchering the to, details. I'd love to get some closure on this thing because I thought that the thing was still wide open. Like basically, they traced some element to. What they thought was just like a cell phone tower, so I thought maybe this wasn't where it was happening. But okay. there was some kind of weird residence near the tower. Yeah. Gotcha. And the guy testified as like an eyewitness, but it turns out the guy was the mastermind himself. Uh, oh, yeah. Because why else are you watching that? Yeah, and then he knew seeing that. Right, and so he knew the a woman roped him into it, and he knew the woman, and they couldn't figure out. But Ugh. the guy, I guess he had murdered 
someone else or whatever because they eventually found like a body parts in the guy's place and so they they, they kind of figured out this guy was a twisted guy yeah but he's actually solving another murder that led to figuring out who was behind wow the huh. pizza guy oh heartbreaking yeah, nothing funny about that story because the pizza guy died right yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah. they went to, they went to go near me he goes no no no, don't come near me and then the bomb went off it was right, on a so timer yeah he thought it was on a detonator it was on oh a timer. right awful Ugh. awful so i don't know why you make a dark, dark comedy movie out of that but people did yeah um, that story bothers me the shit out of me uh, while we're on terrible negative topics. So what was it? The guy who shot up a whole school in some other country. See how the other details I have? Yeah. Good stuff. It's a he different country. It, News. He called in uh, basically bomb threats in two places so all the would run through and then he took a ferry oh, knowing geez. that he was, uh, he was a ferry boat away. Yeah. yeah. He shot like 100 kids. Oh. Yeah. Blech. Not me. Nope. I'm more of a mom and pop shooter. I'm, if I'm going to shoot you, I'm just going to go shoot you. Then yeah. The cops uh, come. Straightforward. What's yeah. interesting, you, it's your Jersey roots. Talking about yeah. all the collecting stuff you brought up, I just last night watched a really fun movie through the Shout Factory app. Hold on. Hold that thought. I just want you to know the process of the wet bill went. Oh, what happened? I thought boob sweat. Whoa. Good. Oh, no. How wet is that boob? Then I thought male crotch sweat. Bad. Oh. Bad. Yeah. And then I thought, I hope it's a dishwasher hand. Yeah. Those are my three thoughts. Or it was put down on a wet counter. Oh, yeah. Let's hope that was the case. Yeah. It's probably coffee wet. But I just, it should be noted for the record that my first thought was hope, boob sweat. was hopeful and boob sweat. That was my hopeful thought. Did you smell it? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't trust my. I didn't trust my pervy brain, Matt. Did yeah, you smell it? Of course, I smelled it. Okay, and it was glittery boob sweat. <laughs> it was sweet glittery boob sweat, which uh, is the name of uh, my poetry. <laughs> <laughs> my poetry album that's coming out. Sure, sure. Sweet glittery boob sweat. <laughs> it's a new Patreon reward. All right, Paul App. So I'm watching this movie. It's called Please Adjust Your Tracking. Or it might just be called adjust your tracking. Anyway, it's all about VHS collectors. Okay. It was made in 2012, I think. Wait, that's a thing too? Dude, it's such a thing. And it's great because it's not my thing, but I see me in it. Okay. Which is great. So, so as, a, as an avid parallels. freak collector, yes. I watch this and I'm like, totally, I totally jive with these people. So wait, do people want a particular movie studios collection or like how does it work for like the for this video and for the most part a lot of it centers around horror films okay because that was the big thing horror went to video at an alarming rate okay right oh so these are movies mostly movies that went straight to vhs many are okay many are and many are and the, the whole thing with the collectors are these are films that you cannot yet get on dvd that were only on VHS. Gotcha. Oh, so the value's in that. Okay. That's the whole thing. Got it. The real value's in that. The value is also I look, in I the, still have a bunch both, of old VHS. You're both bandying around the word value a lot in this. Well, the value is also in the box mean? work. The box art. Box art. Yeah, box art is what I, I thought it was going towards. The box art is a big part of it. And the, you know. Because who doesn't like some good box art? Right. And the uh, I mean, you can get like You can get like a landing strip. You can do uh, <laughs> like a little tuft. But these guys can get a ton of you know videos tough. on the super cheap and it, but it's it's like anything that market had it's like classic video games yeah which i do collect a little bit right i got in before it got crazy i actually have some very valuable video games bef- that i paid nothing for reasonable money for and right. now it's like what yeah okay uh and uh 
I see that parallel very strongly with the VHS market. What's the most okay. valuable video game that you own? Probably Mega Man X2. And how much? Is, uh, what, what console is that? Super Nintendo. Okay. And how much is that? Two fifty to three hundred, depending on who will pay for it. Oh, yeah. I think I have that for a single NES cartridge. If you do, I will buy it from you. I think do, I do. Well, I definitely have a Mega Man uh, Super Nintendo cartridge, I and I think look, it's X two. I need to look up. I need to check out your. I didn't know you had any NES cartridges. Yeah. Uh, I, we need to talk. Boss, really? This is the most direct I've heard of Actually, about anything ever. SJ, I think it's on that shelf over there. That blue box. Is it still over you have there? a box full of, of NES games? Will her, you grab it and bring it over holy here? Holy fuck. Her look is like, no. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that's why I had to game. ask her three times. She just, just sat down. I just sat down. No, I'm not yeah. going like, to God go damn get it, that no. shit. No, that. SJ. I think it's this one right here. You just walked past it. Uh, uh, warmer. Colder. <laughs> love no, of my life. She's like, colder. She's like, fuck warmer. this shit. Oh, she hates me. Bullshit. Also, she's mad about getting this, but she also hates me. There's going to be a harpoon shot to Jacob's chest right in front of our faces. Where'd you even get a harpoon? Good for me. Get some games on the cheap. Is this the purple box? The magical so. purple box of old shit? Let's see here. Let's see. What do we have in here? All right. This is a, this is a Mattingly Yeah, this is chest. Super NES. Yeah. There's a Super Nintendo in here. Okay. All right. Nerd alert. Already, you've got some gems. Okay. So. Right. Uh, I think like I'm on Antique Roadshow right you now. Have con- <laughs> you have Contra 3. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Contra 3, The Alien Wars, highly sought after collectible at this point. It's, oh, yeah. it's not in the hundreds yet, but it's right at 100. All right. And you can, this cart can go for 89 easy. Jesus. I know all of these, and I know all of these work, too. Donkey Kong Country, mass produced, not super rare, but a $25 cart easy. All right. Oh, okay. uh, Super Street Fighter 2. This is a good one. Uh, of all the things that are going to get the churn robbed. This this this, this segment. Right I here. bought so this. I bought this cartridge brand new, seventy dollars when I was a kid. What is it? Uh, oh, I can Super- promise you, all of these were bought brand new when the, when the Super Nintendo this was, was a, out. But this was like a seventy to eighty dollar cartridge. It was crazy. I think no, it was eighty bucks. I think when this cartridge came out. Uh, this is a good game. Uh, I don't What's know. What's it called? For the Super Street listing. Fighter Two. Okay, he said uh, it. Yeah. I don't. I think maybe it's going for. I think that one's around a hundred. If it's signed by Scott know. Wolf, is it depending? More I don't know. Though. If I that sign it as Scott Wolf. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Highly collectible. Highly collectible. Probably. <laughs> probably. Hmm, 130? Maybe right, right now? Wow. Mega Man, Mega Man X. Yeah, Mega Man X, the first one. Not X2. Not X2. X2 and X3 are where the money really cracks. This is still Crack? a $70 cart. All right. You're right, getting in the right market. I like that you're calling them carts. Uh, you got it took me about five times of you saying that to realize you meant cartridge. Super Mario World, this is, you know, everybody has this, but it still goes for 25 to 30 bucks because everybody wants it with the system. Super Metroid, 100 bucks. All right. Last two. Wing Commander, collectible only in so much as it's not that prolific. Okay. It's a not that great game, but people still have nostalgia for Wing Commander series, so 70 maybe, probably. I remember that game not being good. Mario, yeah, it's not very good. Mario All-Stars, however, this is highly sought after. Probably 120 right now. All right. Look so at you're that. sitting on like 500 bucks of video games? Yeah, maybe, maybe, a, maybe more, a little six, more. Yeah. Six, yeah. 600? You could sell that in a lot for All 700 right. bucks. And, this, and the Super Nintendo. And the, and the NES, yeah. Your biggest mistake, Jacob? Yes, NES. Uh, was figuring out how much that was worth in front of your wife. That was the big mistake. Right <laughs> yeah, if you eBay that right now, you'd get a chunk of change. All true, right. true or false, that's true. You already know what you'd spend it on. True or false, you already know what you'd spend $700. False. False. You have a good lady right there. 
You'd be a good lady. But those are, uh, yeah, but you believe her. are in very nice condition. <laughs> They're in very good condition, and the, the labels are in very good condition, which is All right. very key. Actually, I was just thinking the other day about setting this up, uh, setting this Super Nintendo up in here, in the churn, on this uh, big video monitor behind me here. I'm down oh. with that. Yeah. That video monitor, by the way, Jacob, will get you 120, 130 bucks. <laughs> Better give me more than that. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll bring over some of my classic titles. Oh. Does playing on it decrease the value? No. Okay. Playing would, a game? No. I'm just curious. If it doesn't work, nobody fucking wants it. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Right. Uh, speaking of it being broken and no one wants it, let's get into some scoop mail. Yeah. Message for you, son. Oh, let's see here. We have a scoop mail from Sherlock Scooper. Uh, I'm in my late 20s. Uh, or, what is it? Sherlock Scooper? I can't even tell what the fuck you mean by this. First sentence of your fucking email. Uh, I think this is supposed to say, in my late 20s, I was living in a small apartment with my future ex-wife before we were married and were divorced. Uh, A mutual friend called one day to say that she and her female roommate were driving across the country and would be traveling through our city the next weekend. She wanted to know if they could stop for a visit and spend the night before continuing on their trip. Well, this sounds like a trip to the sweat house. Uh, Sure, we had not seen them in a couple of years. It would be nice to visit. Is this a Sweat House forum letter? Sounds like it. It it was not marked as such, but we'll see. Uh, We had a nice dinner with a couple of bottles of wine and my future ex-wife and our friend uh, got in a discussion about sex. My ex-wife was disappointed in sex because she felt uh, she had so much trouble relaxing and hardly ever reached a climax, which was news to me. (laughs) Uh, Our friend, let's call her Smokin'. (laughs) That is terrible. That's rough. That's a rough way to find that out. That really sucks. (laughs) (coughs) Our friend, let's call her Smokin', said it was so important to relax. Up until today, I thought she said orgasms were too icky. (laughs) But it turns out I'm just not doing it for her. Yep. Said it was so important to relax, but that there were other things as important, if not more so. Uh, Positions being one of those important things. Another bottle of wine materialized, and there was one or two positions that she could mention... Uh, but they were very difficult to explain, and they were far easier to demonstrate. Shut up. This Jeez. is a lie. <laughs> Smokin' asked if it would be all right if uh, her roommate demonstrated with me, then Smokin' could explain exactly why the position was so good and point out certain things to my future ex-wife. Uh, honestly, this was playing at the oil change place when I was <laughs> sitting on the cot. In case you're wondering why future ex-wife this. is now current ex-wife <laughs> this. This is why. My future ex-wife got another bottle of wine and said, sure. No. Uh, the roommate, let's call her Cherry Boom Boom. Whoa. Where'd that say go? That's not in the room. Uh, she came over to me and started kissing me and undressing me. See, kissing is... Now we know it's not science, right? Yeah, we're, it's Up already... At this point, she was selling hard science. Yeah, yeah. The kissing part had nothing to do with figuring out the right position. Nor nor the undressing. Right. Uh, I just kept thinking to myself, breathe, just breathe. Don't make any sudden moves. Exactly. Don't Shut open up. your mouth or say one fucking word. Just breathe. <laughs> well, you're smarter than you oh, look. SJ's back. Hey, there's a box downstairs. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Uh, I kept an eye on my future ex, uh, looking for any signs of impending doom. SJ just told me I'm number one, so I'm feeling pretty good. It's true. Uh, But none were evident. 
As Cherry Boom Boom directed our moves, actions, and positions, Smokin' gave a play-by-play -play account out loud and then proceeded to point to certain spots on my future ex. Then Smokin' started touching and rubbing certain spots. Then clothes started flying in all directions. Empty wine bottles and furniture were being shoved out of the way to make more room. All I remember was assholes, elbows, hands, mouths, and nests moving in a large blur. <laughs> After Cherry Boom Boom brought me to a finish, she quickly dived into the pile with the other two women. I was forgotten and ignored for the rest of the evening. It Who became cares? Which, which is the best best outcome for you in this situation, yes. by the way. Uh, it became clear to, uh, to me I was just an obstacle to be dealt with and the real target was seducing my future ex-wife. I wasn't really upset that night. I got off and I had a wonderful floor show, literally. Uh, that was better than any porn movie I had ever seen. We never spoke of that night in the years that followed, but I never forgot. Fucking you in your faces with ulterior motives in mind, sheer luck scooper. Neither I would say the biggest she. problem was that you never talked about it again. Yeah, that seems a weird thing to not talk about ever again. We'll be talking about that the this next day. This is the day. reason they're divorced. There's the ex, yeah. yeah. Is she a lesbian now? I would hope. Uh, if not... Get on uh, it. If not, you can go break up another marriage real quick. <laughs> Lickety split. Lickety split is exactly right. <laughs> Lickety split lickety is correct. Split. She gave the lickety and they split. When and you, split. When you lickety split, <laughs> it goes. <laughs> that was a literal lickety she split. She lickety split and we lickety split split. Yeah, I mean, like, talk to her. Talk to her. Or he could be just happy. Or could just yeah. be glad that's not oh, happening. I'm sure it's, yeah. Uh, we got one from Bat Scoop. Greetings, blah, blah, fates, fuckers, etc. On, <laughs> on a recent episode, I won't say which because you probably won't remember, you talked again about getting into events using a ladder. Yes. I may have found a better method. What? Oh, my Now, the one that we talked God. about it on recently was where the guy changed a Wikipedia page. Right. And that's and he got in by saying that he was like a family family member and of the, a band or something And the guys that went like to that. the Super Bowl with the ladder. Yes. Right. Uh, as you know, I'm a photographer, and I found that my camera gets me into all kinds, or uh, gives me all kinds of perks, uh -huh. uh, just from carrying it with me. Here are uh, a few examples. While attending concerts and similar events, I can easily move around the venue as people will get right out of my way for shots. I can usually get right up front just by saying "pardon me" and gesturing with the camera. Folks will instantly move out of the way and allow me access. Ah. This has occasionally gotten me backstage. Allow me access. <laughs> Make a hole, people. Uh, were you, uh, when, when we went and saw Love Letters the other day, Matt, were you annoyed by the guy, the, the camera guy that kept standing next to our table and taking pictures? No. Okay. I was annoyed by that guy. I did not <laughs> notice him. Uh, well, I was, I noticed him and was annoyed by him. I was too wrapped he wasn't, up in he our wasn't friend's touching your crotch. amazing acting. You know what I mean? Like, I was just yeah. there. Jacob, right. I wasn't even in, I wasn't even at the space. You don't even I know was. where we saw it. Apparently, Matt was in the moment. Yeah. I was. I was. <laughs> right you in, were in the... Camera guy's crotch. I was in the moment right until the camera guy bumped me <laughs> while he was trying to take a picture of the oh, stage. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so I can get right up to, to the stage. Uh, folks will instantly move out of the I way. Actually, I have delusions of grandeur, so I always, in my head, feel like paparazzi's taking pictures of me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear... I'm, like, just, I'm I, used to it. I hear a constant clicking no matter yeah, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm always posed listening when I'm out in public. Sure, sure. The guy did take good pictures. I saw the pictures on Facebook later. I do, a lot, I do a lot of yearbook hand to the chin photos. Sure, I'm sure. Just, when I'm just watching a show, I keep keep the fist right underneath the chin. No. <laughs> no. Just in case. Getting some paparazzi. Just sitting there as the thinker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good acting. 
Good shows. Now this is acting. Yeah. This is acting. At some events, the entertainers uh, have even started recognizing me, usually because I send them the photos after, and they will come up and talk to me directly. Uh, this work has gotten me invited back and even comped at a few shows. While taking pictures just for fun at the National, uh, or at the at the Washington D.C. National Cathedral, I had tour groups redirected around me so as not to mess up my shot. I do like that. You're just like sitting there as a tourist taking pictures, and all of a sudden people are moving around you so they don't get in your way. Okay. Uh, the best has to be the time that I pretended to be a food critic. I heard of someone doing this a while back and decided to try it out here at our local uh, pizzeria Uno's. Uh, here's the trick, should you ever want to try it out. Bring a laptop or a larger iPad, or go old school and use pen and a notepad, and have it open on the table to take notes. Set your camera on the table, and as each dish comes out, take photos of the food. Take a few bites, then make some notes. I gotta tell you, I don't want to do this, but I do want Paul Mattingly to do this. <laughs> Repeat as needed. I would no, love to it's watch. not even really important that you write anything about the food. You can write anything. I uh, I tried this. I made a mistake and I took a. I wrote right on my iPad. I just <laughs> started scribbling notes on my a iPad. Pizzeria Uno. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. The, the manager of said Uno. Yeah. Would be like, oh, the, the man has a notepad. Take him our finest pizza. It was our finest stuffed pizza. <laughs> Doing this at Uno's, How many I got extra garlic knots for that man's table now. I got a free appetizer I and some of my food comped. Oh, boy. When the appetizer came out, I asked the waiter what it was for and got the response, Oh, the cook just made it and thought you might like it. It's on the house. <laughs> Whoa. I've never in my life heard those words from a waiter. Ever. <laughs> ever. The cook I just like made the, it and thought you might like I it. I like the idea of the chef would just turn around and just kind of, yep, that guy. Hey, I know what that guy needs. That guy he gets, needs some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> that guy's getting some calamari. Yeah, calamari. Hey, a little bit of prosciutto for you. Yeah. Also, you know it's a good place because they referred to the chef as a cook. And not the chef. <laughs> Pizzeria Uno! I just can't get over it. Pizzeria Uno. I know. And they care. They give a shit. I'm telling you right now. What a guy with a notepad thinks about their fucking thing. I'm telling you right now. The real manager was at the bank. Oh, you are goddamn right. And two teenagers panicked. Yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, two ooh, fucking ooh. 19 year olds were like, fuck it. We'd like to think that, but the truth is probably the opposite. <laughs> Warm up some garlic knots. My compliments to Mr. Uno. <laughs> uh, would you mind if I spoke to the cook? Is the cook here? Is the cooker person here? I'd like a word with the, the maker of the food. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Are you the, the man who made the food warm? As you can see, I took very good photos of your mozzarella sticks. Tell me about your process for putting cheese on the pizza. <laughs> do you scatter in a general scatter, or do you clump slice by slice? Clockwise, counterclockwise. <laughs> what works best for you? Do you move your hand, or do you have a lazy Susan-type apparatus where you just spin the pizza and sprinkle cheese on it without moving your hand? Is this fresh <laughs> or store-bought basil? <laughs> oh, my love. Are you spinning the pizza? <laughs> And then ghost hands come in and help you bring the mozzarella forth. Does Patrick Swayze help with this? Mm. Pizzeria Uno, you in danger, girl. 
The only downside is that all of this hinges around having a really nice camera. I'm not sure if you can get away with just having an iPhone and some sticky notes. Uh, ask, ask, ask the people in the Yelp community here in Las Vegas. Believe yeah. me, they figure it out. Uh, if you get a fancy camera, make it really big, crazy, so you can stick the pizza in there. Yes, that's what you do. Let's get a hollow shell of a camera body. That would bug me, but you make it like a magic trick where, like, you look, you're gonna take a photo, and then the camera just sucks in the pizza. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! A vacuum camera for, <laughs> vacuum for camera. food, and then you just, just write it down. You just scribble, and you write down. Yeah. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's very nice. <laughs> oh, you! I see you finished that appetizer very quickly. Yes. Do you think the uh, the chef person might uh, decide to give me some more cooked food? <laughs> Do you think? That the food heater? Are you, are you in a mood? Do you think the, the food warm man would like to uh, give more warm food to me? Fire up the microwave, Johnny! <laughs> My camera is not satisfied. My compliments to food warm man. <laughs> Of course, I realize that by telling you all of this, I am outing myself for any events that you guys do, but it's worth it. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to be like, oh, he's got a camera. Bad Scoop has a camera. We've seen your fucking camera. Get that man a sandwich. <laughs> Quick. Only the finest bag of Scoop Fest popcorn for that gentleman right. over there. Right, right, right. With the notepad. Yeah, you need some extra kettle corn. September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. C corn not included. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it is true, though. Anyone with a camera, we probably would just wave up. <laughs> come oh, yeah, on up. Come on up, yeah. yeah. You're important. I would probably just be like, oh, whatever. If your yeah. camera's good enough, you don't have to get up in the front. Oh, that's the response right there. There you go. I thought you had a good camera. You need to go up front, yeah. motherfucker? What's wrong with your fucking camera? You can't see past your own fucking nose. So is that huge lens just because you got a tiny dick, or do you actually Whoa. know how to use that thing? Oh! And that's when I got a fist fight with the review journal. It's called a zoom, <laughs> not a squint. That's how Norm lost an eye. <laughs> that's an Fuck. inside joke. For, that is. There's a Vegas reporter who literally has an eye patch. <laughs> Uh, fucking you in the face at a shutter speed of 60 to your, till your aperture is at 1.8 and you come to an F-stop. Bat scoop. All right, we get it. You're fancy. Yep. Picture-taking stuff. Do you know the story behind his eye loss? No. Uh, when I he thought was we just a, told it. No, when he was a child. <laughs> when he was a child, I believe, if if I'm remembering this correctly... Uh, Which you're not. A garment caught him wrong. Oh, Jesus. Like a, like a piece of uh, overall or something, I think. Wow. Oh, my God. he was a kid. Yeah. Huh. I think uh, that's the story. A Andy told me one time. That's why I keep uh, my my kids all wear like the uh, the um, uh, Cyclops glasses from X Men. Good, I good my call. Yeah, good call. Because uh, you're a good parent. I like I like the idea that this guy could also like show off, like be like you know what, come out with me, lady, and uh, we'll we'll get some, well, maybe for free. We'll definitely get some discounts. I just pretend to be a food critic, <laughs> and then you just take your dates to Pizzeria Uno. <laughs> Gets me. The ninth time he goes in, the manager's like, "How many times are you gonna review us?" I'm like, "Oh, we back for more. We're we're, we're gonna be sounding like gangbusters on the internet." <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 food warm man, you didn't ask this guy to come back, did you? Yeah, he, he just came here on his own. Awesome, he likes it here. <laughs> Good job, food warm man. Keep it up. <laughs> From the Scoop Francisco Scooper Niners. Hello, you sexy bitches and that other guy. Paul. I'm the other guy. 
I've been a scoop since episode one. I have what I think is an so Italian sorry. air show, uh, but you may need a new name for this kind. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, German? <laughs> German air show. Things were very efficient. <laughs> it turned out as we expected. Yeah. According to plan. The accident was perfect. Uh, let's see. Uh, things worked out great for me, but I was uh, but I was a little at fault for the other person's IAS. Get to it. Uh, this happened about ten years ago, and it's still my about? best breakup involving uh, my best breakup and traveling abroad story. Okay. 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 All right. I was in my early 20s and dating a gorgeous woman uh, that was also pretty great in the sack. We'll call her Jen. This, uh, the type Jesus, of woman... these emails. Everyone's getting laid and getting free pizza. What am I doing wrong with my life? You didn't get a camera. <laughs> the secret is the big-ass camera, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the type of woman that could make uh, any man think that he is pretty amazing in the sack as she would come five times just by looking at her the right way. All things considered, it was a great relationship for two people in their early 20s. All right. Uh, one time we were getting ready in the morning listening to radio. Quick side note, I feel old telling a story that involves listening to the radio. Uh, who in the hell listens to the radio anymore? That was a great side note. Uh, so on Z100 that morning, they were doing a contest to be the 100th caller. Oh, Z Morning Zoo. Sure. Uh, on the whim, East Coast. She looked at me and ironically said, I've got to call in. Uh, definitely not something that either of us would normally do. Well, she spent 15 minutes on hold and then was on the air with the DJs. She was indeed the 100th caller. She was not. They heard a girl with a young voice and they gave it to the prizes. Yeah. They're never the 100th caller. Yeah, never. Uh, the prize was a Black Eyed Peas CD. She what? waited 15 minutes to get a Black Eyed Peas CD. That CD is now worth $120 to $130. According to Paul Mattingly. According to Paul Mattingly. Uh, if it's currently in a blue box. Then it's worth it. Uh, she was also entered into a drawing a week later to win a trip to London to see them in concert. Okay, well, that's better. Uh, one week later, we were lying in bed in the morning, uh, lazily waking up, and she gets the call. She won. Holy shit, those contests are actually real, and normal people do actually win. Wow. Get out of town. I'm going to start playing that Monopoly game at the Vons now. Shock and awe. <laughs> <laughs> After they tell her the good news, she is transferred to a producer to take down all of her information uh, so that they can book the trip. She, she gave him the, her, her phone number, her email, her address, her yeah, measurements. Her info. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. All, all of the, all of the info. Uh, <laughs> her measurement. I'm sorry. I thought I was shitting on his letter about shitting your joke. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. No, I got there. Uh, <laughs> That's what I say to SJ all the time. No, I got, I got there. It's <laughs> no, fine. Trust me. I, we're already done. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. I got. <laughs> no, I know you don't think we're done. We're done. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, she gives them. Yeah, uh, go get me a box out of the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> she gives them my information as her plus one. Hell yeah, I win too. At the time, I had never been out of the country, so I was pretty excited to uh, get started on the world traveling that I planned on doing later in life. Back then, I was also unemployed while trying to start a business. Uh, I really like that he put unemployed in quotes. That means he's a drug dealer. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I guess that could, that could mean that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's, I'm calling the cops right now. Yeah, good. Uh, you should. Uh, so this really could not have come at a better Actually, time in I'm my gonna, life. I'm going to wait eight months to call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Until you seem, see, it seems out of sorts. Yeah. You seem out of sorts. <laughs> seems out of sorts. Today's poop and pee that gushes everywhere from out under your chairs. We don't want to have to people have to fast forward through another part of the show. Plus it's from last episode anyway. I'm, I'm breaking the rules. <laughs> The trip was scheduled for about a month later. We jumped through some crazy hoops to get our passports oh, in time, God. and we're totally looking forward to the trip. Literally one week before the trip, she says we need to talk. Honestly, Wait, when, 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 when? A week before the trip. 
Oh, okay. She says, we need to talk. Oh. I want to fuck European dudes in Europe, not American dudes in mm-hmm. Europe. <laughs> Honestly, uh, things between us had just fizzled out in that month. Oh. We didn't fight or really have any problems, but there just wasn't any connection anymore. You're a fizzle. I am Travel's sad. one of those things. Travel's like, a, like one of those benchmarks when a you're fizzler? dating. Oh, either you I, travel well with someone or you don't. Oh, sure, and it's a sure, thing. sure. And you don't know. You don't know until you that do it. That is true. Mm-hmm. Travel is a thing. And so it's a big benchmark. Go ahead. That's it. That's all I have. Uh, I'm sad to say that <laughs> one of the last times we had sex, I had to struggle to stay hard. <gasps> all right. So, yeah, Fizzle. it had fizzled. <laughs> That is the definition of fizzling, I believe. Struggling uh, to stay hard. And I can't say that it was life. Jen's fault at all. There just wasn't any kind of attraction between us anymore. It was one of those times where it truly was a mutual breakup. We talked, and honestly, neither of us had uh, feelings for each other, so we agreed that we should just break up. All She's right. like, listen, it's not you, it's not me. I just, my pussy prefers a hard penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God I talked it over with my own pussy. Yeah. And my own pussy likes you and respects you, but my pussy just would like a hard penis in it and not some weird pud about. Yeah. I'm not down to become a Play-Doh fun factory. <laughs> I would not like to be smushed with some droopy elephant. Oh. I mean, as much as I respect you trying to push that rope. Yeah, don't. Don't. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Jen is the type of person that when she breaks up with someone, she wants nothing to do with them from oh, them. Well, there it is. I don't get that type of person, but I understand that it's probably the easiest way to get over someone. So, uh, she, of course, called Z100 to swap me for her best friend on the trip. And her little uh, light Italian air show begins. A week before an international trip is way too late to change the people on the itinerary. Oh... Obviously, I was happy to hear this, as it meant I still got a free trip to London. Oh. Uh, granted, it was with an ex-girlfriend, but I still got to go to London. Plus, I have the added benefit of this trip annoying the ex. Ironically, we may have ended mutually, but irritating an ex is, is always satisfying. Thing? You're doing this thing. <laughs> Ironically, the news that I still had to go made me rock hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so suddenly, fl- I'm ready to bone. I was a fucking flagpole from then on. <laughs> Revenge fucking is my favorite. <laughs> The day comes and we board the plane and start our 14 hours of flying to London. Freeze. Paul, would you go? Never. No. No, no, no. Would you? No. No. Even I think at my most like... uh, Dickish? Yeah. Right? No. What you... Even in my most arrogant 20-year-old no version way. of myself, Jacob no just turned around with a shit <laughs> eating grin on his face. Jacob's like, if I am ex-girlfriend there. calls me today, <laughs> <laughs> I will go to London. Oh, man. I will go to London today with one of SJ's ex-boyfriends. <laughs> I would say this. I would say uh, that maybe if I knew people where we were going, if I knew yeah. people in England, that I would just take the flight sure. and then just go and have a separate trip. But I don't know if this guy knows anybody over there. And presumably they have a, a shared hotel room. They have shared everything the whole time. Yeah, you think no, he goes all in? Uh, I think he There's has no to. There's no fucking way I'd say in a share hotel. No way! Oh, Unless not... I was still attracted to her. But it sounds like he's not. No, no, no. He can't even keep his wiener hard! All I want to do at that point is share a hotel room and bring back as many people to that hotel room as possible. I think what she did was she put a kind of gel down there and it made blood go away from his penis. What? An unhardening blood gel. Blood undoing gel? Yeah. I don't think that exists. A blood repellent? A blood repellent. <laughs> blood repellent. I think she rubbed herself with blood repellent. <laughs> rubbed herself with blood repellent. Hey, have you heard about these blood facials? 
What? What? Anne was showing me some crazy shit. This it's a new trend. Blood facials. If it sounds like Paul is leaning away from his microphone that is currently over his head, that's because Paul is leaning away from his microphone <laughs> that is currently over his head. Rich women are using their own blood as facials. Isn't this like how Dracula started? Like it's the exactly Legend of Dracula? how Dracula right. started. He this went in for a facial and he was like, <laughs> I really want something to return the color no, to my No, there was a, a woman in Romania yes. who drank blood of younger people trying to stay young. Right. Uh, Elizabeth Bathboy. Yes, Elizabeth the Bathboy. Bathroy. Bathroy. Okay, go on. Who's blood facialing? Rich people. That's it. Rich women are putting... They put their own blood on their face. Their own blood on their face? Yeah. For what, what benefit? I don't know. I guess it's... <gasps> I guess Although, it's, here's the thing. I see a lot of bloody noses as a kid, and my upper lip is stunning. <laughs> Gorgeous. This is it. I just you've, have like a... You've stumbled into it, I dude. Never, I never thought about it. I should let the, the, the blood go from my nose to let other places. the blood on the flow. You know... People will stick anything on their face if they're going to make it look younger. It's as good that as oil volet. Penn and Teller on Bullshit Season 1 yeah. joked that there were snails on your face that helped uh, create nutrients and stuff. No. Right. No, no one had ever done it before. And now they do it's it. It's still in practice to this day. Yeah. Even though the source of it is from a show called Bullshit. Yep. Wait, wait. So they just put snails on people? Yeah, they came up in the writer's room. They yep. joked about it. Yep, just letting snails walk across your face. And now they it actually is practiced. SJ, have you heard of that? No. No. Okay. It's rare. But Actually, it's would you put your own blood on your face to help you look younger? No. She hesitated. She did. <laughs> there was definite hesitation. Snails was a no right away. Yeah. Her own blood was like, oh, no. No. If I presented you with any kind of evidence at all that it worked, then would you put blood on put your own blood on your face? Probably not. Okay. Hold on. New question. Okay. If one of your we close friends... We got a probably not on that one, by the way. I know. If one of your close friends, like, uh, like uh, not not Marin, because I don't think you take Marin. Who's someone you trust that you work with? <laughs> <laughs> so definitely not Marin. Not Marin. Came to you and be like, you know what I've been doing with this? I put blood on my face. If Nicole. If Nicole Kaplan, esthetician in area. call him vampire uh, facials. That's disgusting. That's really yeah. disgusting. That is horrifying. They so put it, blood on their face. So if Nicole Kaplan, esthetician to the stars... Came to you and said, my skin is so great because I've been putting my own blood on it. Girl, you got to bud that face. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Still no. Okay. No. The blood facial, the cosmetic procedure during which a doctor draws a couple of vials of blood. That's just such a star. And the third question she asked if her mic was on. I like Centrifuges the blood to to, uh, separate out the plasma and platelets from the red blood cells. And then adds the platelet-rich plasma back onto your face. Uh, SJ's in. SJ's right back in. She's like, oh, oh, a plasma facial. Oh, sure. I mean, just blood? No. But if it's separated plasma, I'm down. (laughs) No, no, no. I can tell you exactly what got her back in. She went from thinking that she had to prick her own finger and rubbing the blood on her to now she's paying someone else to do it. And so she's right back in. No. She's like, now I'm back. I'm in. Bleed me. Bleed, I actually offered to prick my finger to give someone else my plasma on their face. <laughs> like, trust me, you want my plasma on there. I told the lady I was giving her a plasma facial. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you beat me. She was you not, beat me to it. She was not happy with the color of her face when she. Well, I was like, I was like, well, what well, I did, I separated the white blood cells. Yeah. <laughs> We don't call it a plasma facial, though. 
We just we just called it a glazing. <laughs> A light glazing. <laughs> and my white blood cell count went from very high to very low. She would, but you wouldn't believe Marin. That's why I noted it, yeah. 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 Marin would totally would do something like this. In fact, Marin, if she's listening now, is going to go get one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. She's in. Vampire If official. I didn't know for a fact that Marin were currently out of the country, I would, I would think that she might listen to this one. <laughs> Uh, the day comes that we board the plane and start our 14 hours of flying to London. Uh, we had a layover in Chicago O'Hare. Uh, the flight from Portland to uh, O'Hare was delayed by 45 minutes. Whoa. And our layovers layover... with your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> layovers. <laughs> but the flight was delayed by 45 minutes and our layover was only 30 minutes. So they, of course, pushed the throttle, but we still landed five minutes after our next flight took off. According to the people oh. at the airport, about 40% of the flight from Chicago to London was on our flight from Portland to Chicago. So why the fuck that plane took off without us is beyond me. Yeah, that's crazy. That's weird. Aren't they losing money by not waiting and taking off with a half-full plane? You would think. Um, Fucking pilot when they get laid. That's what happened. That's yeah. right. Pilot had a rendezvous. I've got somewhere to be, I have. Unfortunately, the lady the pilot was going to fuck was this guy's ex-girlfriend. Uh, and so he didn't realize that she wasn't on the plane yet. I met this girl listening to the Z Morning Zoo. <laughs> so as we were in the air and know uh, what's going on by paying for internet and looking at flights, we see that there is one more flight from Chicago to London that day. What? It leaves 30 minutes after we are supposed to land. It only has uh, 10 seats available, so we will be competing with 100 people or so oh, trying to get on the geez. same flight. But this girl was already caller 100. Yeah. She's hot. She knows the odds. She doesn't care. O'Hare's international gates are the farthest from the ticketing counters as it gets. So we literally were in a half-mile sprint a, race through an lot. airport with a hundred other people. We're not even in London yet. This has been we're in lot. Chicago. We're not yeah. even in Chicago yet. No. You would not catch me doing this. Yeah. Uh, side note. I think I would, at this point, would just move to Chicago. <laughs> it's easier, right? I think I'm just going to stay. Like, I thought stay. it was funny to go with you on a trip, and even though we're exes, I think I'm just going to stay in Chicago. Yeah, we're good. On top of racing all the people to the clock as the ticketing desks are on the other side of security, we sprinted through the airport with our carry-ons. It was straight out of a movie in that we were truly running as fast as we could, bouncing off innocent bystanders, and simply battling to be there first. Running just as fast as we can. We got our tickets and then did Fly the same sprint back stand. Uh, the same way to our new gate. <laughs> oh, so they got them. They got the tickets, and they, they, they had to run back because the plane was about to take off. Ah, These geez. guys are lucky. They're Man, let's, 100. let's see. They're Flyer 100. <clears throat> let's see how lucky. We land in London, and somehow my bag is officially lost. Aww. It's not somehow. You you switched you flights planes, yes. 10 minutes before the flight took off. <laughs> Shit got crazy. That's how, it's, that's how it's officially lost. We yeah. know how it's officially lost. It's not somehow. Uh, it won't be to our hotel room for at least a day. I'm the type of person that uh, this stuff doesn't really bother. We went to a mall and I purposely bought some horrible tourist clothes and was good to go. The jeans had a British flag on the ass. I figure why the fuck not advertise that I'm a tourist. I'm sure your ex-girlfriend loved like, it. I've done stuff like this. I went to Toronto and they were showing these awful jackets that had Canada blazoned across the oh. back of them. And I was like, I said to the Canadian mall lady, this can't be for Canadians. Yeah. This is hideous. And they're like, no, it actually was a Canadian designer who liked Americans' pride. And so they tried to design a Canadian line that would be like American pride and stuff. And I was like, but no one's buying it but I Americans. One for me and one for Sarah. We had matching Canada jackets. <laughs> yes. Loved them. <laughs> Loved them. I've definitely done stuff like this. I'm back on board with this guy. 
We have two days in London with a concert the second night. We take a whirlwind tour of London. We go to pretty much every tourist spot in London except the famous Wax Museum. Okay? Uh, the whole time I am a perfect gentleman as I was raised. I pay for meals. I open doors for her, etc. On my side of, weird. of things, everything is amazing. This is weird. This is weird on her part too. Yeah. Why... Why she's letting you do, like, the paying for meals and everything. Why also, you opened this letter by saying you were unemployed. Yeah, I, but in quotes. So he had drug money. Um, but, like, okay, I get taking the trip with her, but I don't get her wanting to spend every moment with you. Yeah. When she tried to get you off the shitty thing and then... And Although I guess they're you. on, they're on like an organized tour thing. Or maybe it's all part of the package. I suppose. Maybe. Every stop's part of the package. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh... Even so, if I had been her, I would have been like, yeah, you go do your own thing. I'm going to go do this tour that I won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. Whatever. Uh, on my side of things, uh, everything was amazing. Yourself. Yeah. The architecture is truly beyond belief when you think of the fact that uh, the 10-story buildings you were looking at were built prior cares, to the USA even cares, existing. On her side of things, she just couldn't let herself enjoy anything. Oh. Since we weren't together, I didn't let her shitty attitude affect me at all. I had a blast. You had a flag on your ass. She was <laughs> sporting the resting bitch face the whole time. I hope you still have those jeans. Oh. If They're you worth still have like $120, yeah. $130. Put them in a box, mail them to Paul. <laughs> Our last, our last evening, we hit up a classic pub to have fish and chips. FYI, fucking amazing. America has no clue what fish and chips are supposed to be. It's supposed to be about the fish. Oh, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? In America, it's all about the breading and deep frying, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, then we went to the Tower of London where they keep the crown jewels. It's not where I keep my crown jewels. Hey! hey! Smushing them against your genitals. Yep. But with nice vented pants. My flaccid jewels. Uh, when we got there, it was only an hour till closing, and apparently uh, people normally take two to three hours to go through everything. We were in go mode. She had the video camera, and I had the digital picture camera. Running just as fast as we can. She, he definitely just referred to his camera as the digital picture <clears throat> camera. Crown jeweling like no one I can stand. Uh, she went in first, and I was close behind her. Somehow, while I was looking at all the crown jewels, she went into a side room that I didn't know existed. Just to breathe and cry. <laughs> I went on faster without <laughs> knowing first, it. The first moment she could get oxygen to herself, she fucking just wept. Yep. <laughs> I got out of that Fuck building. Fuck hears bullshit about true fish and chips one more time. <laughs> Stab myself in the eye with the crown jewels. About how he only can't get hard because he's only been eating American fish and chips all these years. <laughs> Think about the different oils and his heart. Yeah, the cock is rock hard. Uh, I got out of that building and went into the dungeon slash torture building. It was onto the dock with the London Bridge in the distance where I got one of the best pictures of myself. I, of course, was wondering where the hell she ended up, but she's an ex, so who gives a shit? I had a self-taken photograph, if only there was a word for it. <laughs> I get out of this castle and go to the souvenir shop to buy things for people back home. After my shopping, I wait outside near the exit of the tower. There are people and even employees exiting and no sign of her. Then she comes out with her resting bitch face times a million. Uh, with that walk that every guy knows that he should fear. She stomps with every step. It makes me scared, but also her double D tits bounce with every step. So my dick is confused while my brain is scared. Okay, so you were hanging around. My dick still around. wasn't you hard. Were hanging around. My dick still wasn't hard because it just didn't get that way anymore. <laughs> but it was confused. My dick sent me a note saying, "I would, if I was fully functional, I would be hard right now." <laughs> Apparently, after the crown jewel building, when she thought that I was in front of her, she sat on a bench waiting for me. 
Uh, sat she, on a bitch. Uh, sat right on that bitch. Does Wayne Brady got to sit on a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she missed everything, including the most amazing picture on the dock with the London Bridge behind her. She was pissed. We had already purchased tickets to take a cruise on the Times River and planned to go to Piccadilly Square. The where Times we- River? Thames. <laughs> it's not Times? Thames. It's the Thames. I've literally said Times my entire life. It's the Thames. The Thames. Oh, the Thames. <laughs> Okay, I can get the, I can get behind that. It's short for temptations. Ah, that will actually make me remember it. Baby, I need your river. Got to have all your river. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, take a cruise on the on the on the Thames River and plan to go to Piccadilly Square, where we would buy some last minute gifts for people at home, as well as hit up some London pubs to get trashed before going home early in the morning. I know. You want to leave me? She said but that she was just you're stuck over the whole trip in London with me, and wanted to go back to the hotel. We walked halfway back to the bus stop. Then I finally grew some balls. I gave her the bus tickets and underground subway tickets so she could get back. While I told her that I would be going on the cruise and continuing our trip. Finally, uh, I yeah, went. You on should the, have done this in like day two, uh-huh. yeah, or like on the flight there. Uh, <laughs> I went on the cruise. I would to, have asked to switch seats. <laughs> I went on the cruise to learn about uh, who hung themselves on what bridge. Uh, then I went to a few London pubs and had an amazing time. I got trashed with some locals, learned the deliciousness that is room temperature Guinness, and ultimately had the night of my life. Good, he didn't go to why room temperature Guinness is superior. <laughs> room temperature Guinness is superior because... <laughs> it is delicious. Uh, our flight leaves at 6 a.m. and I managed to wander back to the room at about 4 a.m. FYI, we were sharing a queen bed. Yep, they're sharing a room. Oh. <laughs> I truly tried to be quiet coming back into the room. In true form, I could not get my room key to work, so I knocked on the door hard enough and long enough to wake Jen up. <laughs> Horrible for her, but one of the most amazing events, uh, she got woken up by a super drunk ex that couldn't make his room card work. <laughs> he kept sticking his dick in the keyhole, <laughs> but it wouldn't stay hard. It wasn't hard enough to get it in there. Just shoving a rope. (laughs) She was obviously super pissed. I was obviously super passed out and didn't give a shit. We flew 12 hours home with an empty plane. We each had our own row, and from the time we woke up, uh, spoke no words to each other. (laughs) Then in Oregon, she drove me an hour home from the airport with absolutely no words. She drove you to and from the airport? Dude. Jesus. If you have enough money for British flag jeans, you have enough money for a cab, dude. (laughs) I am not exaggerating. 13 to 14 hours with zero words. She was pissed. Wow. I thanked her throughout the trip, uh, given I had given a 14 hour, given I had been... Given a 14-hour silent treatment, I did not thank her when she dropped me off at home. She also had to give me the one-hour ride home from the airport in silence. I figured that was a sweet good. I figured that a sweet goodbye didn't matter, so I literally said nothing when dropped off. I was happy, but got over it. She very sarcastically said, "Goodbye, asshole." That's not sarcastic. She meant goodbye, asshole. <laughs> that's, that's what she meant. <laughs> goodbye, asshole. Sarcastically, it's like, "Hey, goodbye, asshole." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, all right, buddy. I'll see you soon. You know. Yeah. Like Jersey guys say no goodbye, asshole. There. Sarcasm. There's yeah, no sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're giving her See too much asshole. credit. She's a very literal person. Yeah. The word you're looking for is pointedly. The only she very yeah. pointedly said goodbye, asshole. Goodbye, asshole is when you say that to your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, asshole. Goodbye, asshole. And then, 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 it's, then it's sarcastic. <laughs> what a good Thanksgiving we just had. See you later, asshole. <laughs> yeah, fuck you yeah, if you fuck. come back here, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way we yeah, talk. Yeah, Love yeah, you too, Grandma. Take some casserole. 
I'm sorry for this being so long. Feel free to edit it as you see fit. Uh, I would take all the fun facts. And why would you tell me to edit it at the end of the email? Well, because he knows how you operate, Put that line in at the beginning. I'm sure they would have skipped the whole connection flight thing. <laughs> I don't think that was any more stirring knowing that they just barely made it by the skin of their teeth. Or you can not edit this to prove that you don't edit shit. That's true. There it is. Uh, you guys Your are Honor, amazing. Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. I plan to make it to the scooping this year. Yay! Uh, and I've been a, a scoop since episode one. And that's Scoop Francisco Scooper Niners. Please invite that girl. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Get a hotel room and say, come on. Tell her you want a trip to Vegas. Yeah, you want a Vegas trip for bullshit. I just want some That would be awesome. I just want to pay you back. Just I want someone to just sit there with a resting bitch face for the entire <laughs> scoop fest. Mm, so fucking funny. Oh, like that girl when Pumpture the Penis came out. That was great. What was uh, it? There's clearly a, uh, oh, a the guy. Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the last scoop fest. There's certainly right. a guy who was a scoop and brought his girlfriend or wife who was not. Who was not. And then Pumpture the Penis that, came out. And she was like, and she what is happening? stared at the ceiling like she was being paid to. <laughs> yeah. And it made scoop fest for me. Oh. It was great. Because they killed. Everyone was laughing except for oh, one oh, yeah. person. Crushed. One they person crushed. was not having it. <laughs> Dicks. I was in, I was in the booth with SJ and Sarah during that, which you couldn't see the penises from the booth. And so the two of them were literally climbing on each other to be able to stand on the one chair that you could stand on in the booth they there took to be able to see the entire thing. They took turns doing like chicken fight positions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, they were. They were <laughs> by the end of it, they were dangerously perched on the same stool. <laughs> Speaking of perched on the same stool, time for Jack versus Nerd. Is perched on the same stool? There was this lady sitting in a chair for eight months. <laughs> she was perched on the same stool. <laughs> <laughs> perched on a chair and stool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Explosion. Explosion. Except for the last month we were dating. That's when you can actually say same shit different day. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh no. For seven months she could say that one. Same Literally. shit different day. Same shit different day. How's I'm going? used to this meal. How's it going, Edna? Same shit different day. Sure is. Oh god. Oh, oh boy. Bar farts. From Craig, the Twisted Scoop. Oh, this is uh, Jock vs. Nerd UK Pubs and Roads Edition. So uh, this is is appropriate to the scoop we just read. My favorite kind. Uh, Hello, you fine fuckers from over the pond. I have a very British Jock vs. Nerd pub and street. The rules are simple. Uh, One, you will both uh, be given five names of a pub or street in the good old UK. Three are real, two are made up. Two, it's your job to find the fakes. Uh, Nerd, as you don't drink too much, you have street names. So this is Paul for you coming okay, up here. Okay, street names. Paul, street names. These are real or fake? Yeah, you're just giving me real or fake. I'm going to give you five. Three of them are real. So you, you give me uh, Two real fakes. or fake for Got each it. one. Yep. The Knob. Real. Hooker Road. Real. Butthole Lane. <laughs> fake. <laughs> <laughs> Sex Drive. <laughs> oh, fake. And Slagway. Real. Uh, you missed two. What? Butthole Lane. There is a butthole lane. You got you got that one right. That one is fake. <laughs> of course, it's fake. Uh, this is wrong, but it's Butthole Road. It's not. It's, so Butthole part is real. It's the the lane. <laughs> no, part. it's not. That's just not a pissed true. off mayor. Nobody That's has a pissed a off mayor. Road. There's a Butthole Road. Sir, just we have to name road. Butthole Road. I got <laughs> shit to do. Okay. 
Go call a butthole roll and give me some goddamn coffee. Nobody. Sex drive is real and slag way is fake. Oh, slag way. Yep. Damn. That guy who took his ex girlfriend was was trying to find sex drive but couldn't got lost. Just sex couldn't do drive. it. Where is sex drive? It's in the UK, huh? Apparently, yeah. Sex drive. That's Thanks. hilarious. For the jock, we got pubs. The loudmouth count. True. The wig and cock. True. The rank turd. <laughs> False. The, the old turd. oily johnnies. <laughs> the old oily johnnies. The rank turd. I'm gonna. Who's going to bark? Who? Well, originally was called the, the out, stinky shit. It was called outrank the third. Outrank the third. <laughs> yeah. Lights just went off and in just, strategic just, places. <laughs> Some neon has died. <laughs> I'm gonna hold. Well, you know what? I'm gonna keep it. Rank turd works for me. Rank turd. Either way, beer's the same. <laughs> A beer's a beer, whether I'm drinking it. Bangers and mash the same. Rank turd, fine with me. Uh, Even go to the rank turd for bangers and mash. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, what was the last one? The old oily Johnnies. Okay, I'm going to hold, I'm going to put a pin in that one. The last one is cock in. Okay. (laughs) What were the first two? The whole list? Yeah. The loud mouthed count. Okay. The wig and cock. The rank turd, the old oily Johnnies, or cock in. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with rank turd and the oil, well oiled Johnnies. Uh, so you're saying three and four? Three and four are the incorrect ones. Yes. And the cock in that's a real pub. That's what I think. Uh, you missed three. Oh, uh, the loudmouth count is real. You got that one right. The wig and cock. Uh, that you got that one wrong. You said that was real. It's fake. Uh, the real name is the wig and penis. <laughs> the rank turd is real. What? And the old oily Johnny's is fake. So you get you got that one right. Okay. Shut up. The rank turd is real. And uh, yeah, and cocky. So is then real. we tied. The rank turd. No, I won. I missed two. Oh, no, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, you both you you both missed two. Sorry. Oh no no no. Because no. you you got three off. Yep. So Paul won. Yay. I hate you. Well. You had the rank turd. That was tough. That's a ringer. <laughs> I like that the real name is the wig and penis. I hope you had fun playing. If you win, you win. But if it's a draw, then the best DJ sound man wins. Well, it wasn't. Paul won. Uh, fucking you all down Fanny Lane in the cock in twisted scoop. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, we haven't had the DJ sounds for a while. I know. I it's know. true. I miss I them. I miss them. Uh, but thank you so much. That Space was, Aquarium. That was, uh, we, uh, we are, uh, we're tied this week. I won last, last yes. round. Yep. It's tough. I feel, I hate it. <laughs> Hooray for Nazis. Nobody's a winner when Nobody's we tie. Nobody's a winner when we tie. Um, all right. Uh, I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast. Yes. And uh, we got some thank yous to do, Paul. Yes, we do. Thank people in. English pub names? Sure, English pub names. All right. I want to thank the uh, Leon Kasab Kebab and Dickery. I'd like to thank Mela Strimple, who runs the Fart and Wafter. (laughs) Lou Browntown, the Upper Decker Bar. I'd like to thank Marissa Carrillo. She runs the Bird and... And the explosion. Uh, I want to thank uh, Linda Brandmeyer, the Jew and Arab. <laughs> Michael Calder, who runs the Carpet Stain Bar. Uh, Lisa's Beer Optorium. Michael Ellsroth, the Turtle and Pheasant. Three scoops, uh, three scoops of Bitch and Fetch It. 
Michael Giuliano, the monkey and the screaming baby. Kimchi douche 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 scoop. Uh, Michael Lennox, who runs the stair and fire. <laughs> Lucas Richards, Dick and Rogerings. Michael Knave, who runs the tree and the horse. Mrs. Johnny Australia's back alley hand tossers. <laughs> Mike Tansley, Mike Tansy, who runs the old woman and somebody's leftover vomit. <laughs> Mark Miller's uh, the Yank and Hillbilly uh, Cafe. <laughs> Matt Storm, who runs the Tooth and Pickle. <laughs> uh, Matt Trimble runs the Pickle and Tooth. Matthew Sean Romanek, who runs the Shirt and Toe. <laughs> Voodoo Chili Scoops House of Haunted Wankers. <laughs> Matthew Hawk, who runs the seal and otter? Uh, I want to scoop baby's aluminium uh, only uh, Moscow mule bar. Matthew Smeal, who runs the fragrant jar. Uh, Matt Glowacki's wanker taffy uh, and fetch it for britches galore. Ben. Uh, Melanie Hornbrook, who runs the candle and fanny. Matt McKenzie's. Tea time and faggots. That's a cigarette bar. <laughs> Where they also drink tea. Yes. And have bundles of sticks. You done? Yep. Robert Paulson, I'd like to thank you. I'd also like to thank Robots, Robots Ahoy, Colin Blowband, Rose Ford, Ryan Ryan Pugh, Ryer Appledorn, Sweet Cup and Cakes, Sarah Bjorn, Scott Muldrig, Scott Pinyard, Sean Sullivan, Sean Mountcastle, Cindy Morris, Full Cream Scoop, Stephen, Stephen D. Mills, Stephen Landon, Stephen Scott, Sundog, and that's it. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, guys. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air uh, like this, if you want your own British pub, go to patreon.com slash scoops and check out our different tiers. Uh, you can back us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we have a Jock versus Nerd Day, which is our highest end, uh, coming up here in April. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. Uh, and uh, we have an audio bank. We have access to more podcasts. We're going to be stepping it up uh, with more cool access to stuff as we grow. Um, How close are we to 500 uh, Patreons? Uh, let's see. Pretty close. We're closer to 500 than we are to 400 now, right? Uh, I don't know if that's true because we always lose a few and then gain a few. No, oh, okay. I'm going to go for current stats. As of the time of this recording, yeah, we're, we're back down to 428. Oh, I thought we were up higher. No. And then uh, we are floating precariously above the extra episode line. Well, let's get to 450. All right. Challenge. Challenge. Even just a dollar. Paul wants $22 a month people to step up. Yeah. And in return, he will say thank you on air. I sure will. <laughs> yep. we, we really appreciate uh, every little bit that comes in, guys. It means yeah. the world to us, and it helps us uh, make this podcast better. It is awesome. And uh, and if you uh, haven't gone over to patreon.com slash scoops, uh, head over there, see what all you can get, because uh, it's some it's some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if you're blind, just ask someone to go there and just tell you it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you are... Uh, trapped in a chair in your own piss and shit uh go ahead and ask the guy that comes over from the neighboring church that brings you food to go ahead and call the ambulance now (laughs) and then back us on patreon yes and and make him a double scoop while you're at it 
All right. Because if he doesn't mind that smell, he's not going to mind us. <laughs> Thank you to all the listeners and subscribers. Uh, please be subscribing if you haven't already. And uh, 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 if you have a chance, go ahead and review us on uh, whatever podcast platform you're using. That'd be great. Especially iTunes. That helps us out a ton. Uh, and uh, I want to thank our audio mafia, visual mafia, social media mafia, data mafia, and all the people who help uh, make this community uh, interact with each other seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the best listeners in the world, and we really appreciate you guys uh, making time uh, for us in your week. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Now it's time for them drums. Mm. Drum and pickle. <laughs> Jacob Dinkelegger would like a limerick uh, about the podcast Radio Lab, and this is dedicated <laughs> to Matt Donnelly. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was your limerick from Matt Donnelly. <laughs> no, no, we can go with a limerick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a podcast I'd like to applaud, but. Its release dates are quite odd. It's never updated, so frequently lated. Fuck you, Robert Crowich and Jad Abumrod. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, I have one. Okay. Uh, we like making shows about science. For the rest of this limerick, all you guys got to do is back us and just send us $10 <laughs> right now. And if you send us $10, we will match that. That'll be matched by an anonymous donor. And uh, we'll get you the rest of that limerick sometime in 2019. <laughs> and now it's time for a haiku. Will Knapp would like a haiku about cinnamon butt bubbles. <laughs> Dedicated to Sean Spicer yes. for really spicing up the government. I am full of gum. It burns my asshole with flame. This big fart bubble. (laughs) And finally, it's time for Triple Threats. Mama Scoop would like a triple threat about video game nerd dedicated to all my DDO junkies. What is yeah. that? What's DDO? DDO? Yeah. Video? I don't know. I meant to say video junkies? Oh. DDO might be... Uh, it's video game nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is dedicated to my DDO junkies. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons sounds like a organization. MOBA. No, it sounds like a MOBA of some kind that I'm not familiar with. Uh, okay. My uh, Drippy Dick Orangutanks. Drippy ah, Dick that's probably it. Is that probably it? Yeah. What is this? What's video game there? nerds. Video game nerds. 185 uh, video game nerds walk into a bar for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the video game nerd. Yep. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I like my women like I like my video game nerds. 
uh, easy to control remotely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham Whitaker would like a triple threat about Periscope bots. Periscope bots. Yeah, apparently we had a lot of Periscope bots the last couple of broadcasts. Weird. Oh. Weird bots. We had good numbers, but, but we had some but weird... They're not humans. Well, we had, we some weren't. Not humans. Some weren't. Uh, I blame I blame Facebook. No, um, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook bots, huh? Periscope bots. Periscope bots. Mm-hmm. 185 Periscope bots walking in the bar. Barnard says, what'll it be? And they're like... Uh, what are you wearing? How hot are you? Do you have big tits? How big's your dick? Yeah. You're hot. I like my women like I like my Periscope bots commenting inappropriately. <laughs> they call me the Periscope bots because I can tell you some nasty things, but you know I don't mean it. <laughs> Jake Schneider would like a triple threat about bowls of bean soup dedicated to Dutch ovens. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 185 bowls of bean soup walking to the bar and the bartender says I'm sorry we don't serve bowls of bean soup here but the bowls of bean soup already had to pint in hand and the bartender tried to snatch it away and the bowls of bean soup said legume of my beer <laughs> 185 bowls of bean soup walking to a bar bartender says we don't serve bowls of bean soup here and they're like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> <laughs> uh, they call me the bowls of bean soup because I'm a fart waiting to happen. <laughs> uh, Smitty Scoop would no, like. No, we're not even oh, close geez. to didn't even get to the women, man. Get to the women. Oh. Paul just liked the suggestion. The women, the women. Uh, they call me a bowl of uh, kidney bean soup because uh, you think you want me, but most of the time I'll just spend the week in the fridge until you throw me out. Jeez. I like my women like I like my bowls of bean soup prepared by my mom. Uh, I like my women like I like my bowls of <laughs> bean soup eaten out with a spoon. <laughs> what? What's going on? What's like going on, cottage cheese? I like my no! women like I like my bowl of bean What's soup. What's going on, blue waffle? With, with a dollop of sour cream on top. Oh, blue. Rarp. Okay. You ready now? Yeah. <laughs> Smitty Scoop would like a triple threat about Snapple bottles. <laughs> Dedicated to all the scoops that uh, can Too no soon. longer enjoy a bottle of ice cold Snapple iced tea. <laughs> the, it's got the best stuff on earth in there. <laughs> it sure oh. does. <laughs> uh, 185 Snapple bottles walking to the bar. Barnes says, we don't serve Snapple bottles here. They slightly twist their cap and go, oh, snap. <laughs> I like my women like I like my Snapple. Bottles created with the help of Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> they call me uh, the Snapple because uh, um, one of the best things you can grab at a pharmacy. There you go. Uh, oh boy. Uh, Tim Warnecki would like a triple threat about R.J. Owens, and this is dedicated to uh, Tim Warnecki the first. All right, he dedicated to himself apparently, or his dad. Uh, or his I, grandfather. I don't know. I don't know whoever what number likes, this one is. Whoever likes R.J. Owens the most. I like my women like I like my R.J. Owens. Uh, they pretend to be babies professionally. <laughs> 185 R.J. Owens walk into the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve 185 R.J. Owens here. Uh, and then he's like, oh, man. There we go. That was my joke. <laughs> They call me R.J. Owens because uh, women want to know if I will shit myself for them. <laughs> there it 
is. Uh, Christine Alcesser would like a song about how our how my husband loves our cat Zazu more than he loves me, and this is uh, to be sung like a Broadway show tune dedicated to Brock. Oh, get that pussy, Brock. Mmm, Zazu. Got a lot of lead in. <laughs> I mean, a lot of it. Zazu is someone that my husband loves. Way more than he loves me. Zazu's the cat and he loves him. That's good, cause he'll get no pussy from me. <laughs> Sorry, Brock. He loves the kitty named Zazu. That's good. That's not <laughs> <laughs> He got the point. I hope. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, Mr. Brain Freeze would like an alternative fact song, a song sung by uninformative Lemmy. All right, all right, all right, good, good. If you go to Bowling Green, be careful where you turn. There's massacres on every corner. Watch your fucking step. Everyone is dying, become the bowling green! Alternative facts! Alternative facts! It's not very safe for anyone to be there! Alternative facts! Alternative facts! Last night in Sweden, nothing happened! Wait, something happened! No, nothing happened at all! Don't hear what I say, it's all bullshit anyway! Nobody's dead, everything is fine! Alternative facts! Alternative facts! Yeah! Mm-hmm. Uh, Scoops of Data would like a song that Anne sings to herself while she's driving to work. Uh, topic, I don't sound like that. Dedication going out to Anne. All right. You make me sound like a crazy person. The way you talk is a bunch of bullshit. But now I'm here to let you know I don't sound like it. I don't sound a thing like that. Hey now, I don't sound like that. I don't sound a thing like that. Hey now, I don't sound like that. I don't sound like that at all. You think I do, Paul? Hey now, I don't sound like that. Hey, you make me sound so dumb. Hey, just go and suck your thumb. I have heard you making fun of me. Hey now, I don't sound like that. I sound great, just you wait and see. Hey now, I don't sound like that. 
don't sound like that. I don't sound like that. <laughs> That's a hit. That's a good one. That's a gem. <laughs> Uh, Jake Schneider would like an 80s pop song about cucumbers and hummus dedicated to the Fatty Rabbit Club. Uh, that's delicious. <laughs> you get oil-free hummus from uh, oh, Whole Foods. Wow, why not just eat air? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, that's a good one. Snacky time, I want a snack, but something that's light and won't weigh me down. Snacky time, what is there in the refrigerator that I can make quickly that won't make a big mess? Let me see, what well, have we here? A little bit of cucumber and hummus, mm, those might go good. Snacky time! I bet I could put hummus on the cucumber and eat it, I'm gonna try it, let's see, mm, who knew hummus and cucumber were so good? They're so delicious together. I get little peckish round 11:30 at night, but I don't wanna cook it. I'll defeat my diet if I let my desire for a taco invade me now. I have got to. Press all these feelings that have been nurtured for thousands of millions of years. We evolved to eat fucking real food. What the hell is wrong with me?